0: We're talking movies to kick off the show. The list of summer blockbusters is out, and I want to know which ones you are really looking forward to seeing. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I remember the last time that I saw a movie in a theater. I I think maybe five, six years ago. It takes a lot, like a lot, to get me to go to a movie theater. And I don't know... If maybe it's just my cynicism, but the movies that are on this list, I don't know if they're going to be the ones that are going to draw me back to seeing a movie in a theater. So we're going to have our next guest try to convince me and you which ones to really look forward to. Jeff Braun is host of The Couch Potatoes. Couch Potatoes airs Saturday and Sunday at 6 p.m. on 630 Ched right here. Jeff, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate
1: it. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. What, may I ask, is it that keeps you from going to the movies?
0: I feel like I am a creature that loves convenience and to be able to watch a movie at my leisure put it on when I want to put it on, have the snacks that I want, and then be able to allow myself to fall asleep like 20, 30 minutes into it is a real big draw for me. And so if I'm going to go to the theater, I'm going to pay money to do that. I, I think I would feel too much guilt to really relax into it. So It's just not something that I, that I do. I mean, I like watching a good movie, but it's been a really long time, honestly. There's maybe... There's maybe one movie on this list that I would make the exception for and go to the theater for. And after we talk, maybe I'll come around and maybe there will be a couple more that I might <laughs> add to that list. But I want to start off by talking about the one that I'm most intrigued by, and that is the Barbie movie. We've talked a little bit about it before. And I know some yeah. listeners right now are probably rolling their eyes going, really, the Barbie movie. But it looks like it's like a a very adult sort of tongue in cheek, really sort of offside type humor version of Barbie, doesn't it?
1: it really it looks well let's just say it it looks weird in a fun in a fun way though right um it's from director Greta Gerwig who made uh her most recent movie was the Little Women uh, adaptation back mm-hmm. in 2019 which was fantastic and Margot Robbie as uh Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken that's some pretty good casting there and and i think I think this should, you should definitely go see this in theaters. It looks like it's going to be a, kind of a visual feast with all the Barbie Land kind of uh, motif it's got going on. So I'm, I'm actually excited for that one too because most of these other movies have a number after them. They're all sequels and parts of these long, big, long running franchises. And. Barbie looks to be one of the few maybe uh, kind of unique and original movies that might be out there this summer.
0: Okay, Jeff, I'm so glad you pointed that out because that that to me is what makes me less excited about some of them. Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I mean, all really good franchises, but movies that we've sort of seen before. It feels like just a lot of sequels or, or threequels or whatever they're called.
1: Oh, absolutely. And this past weekend, I saw Fast and the Furious, 10, and that did not offer a lot in the ways of anything new <laughs> that we haven't seen before. In fact, that movie was basically a greatest hit of the nine movies that came before it. So, yeah, finding something uh, fresh and original can be tough at the best of times at the movies these days. And in summer, it's almost impossible.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is something that we've talked about for a really long time. This has been a part of, of I think, our culture for a really long time, too. You know, you see remakes of TV shows all the time. This is not unusual. But... I mean, is this anything other than just a studio trying to pull something off that's relatively easy? You've got the cast in place. The storyline's pretty easy to cobble yeah. together. You've got a familiar storyline for or, um, or, or or cast of characters for a movie-going audience that, you know, you know they're going to come, they're going to buy a ticket. It's really just it's simple to make some cash off of.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's all just accounting. Like It's like this has worked before. It's proven to make money for us, so let's just do it again. Anything original is too much of a gamble, so uh, that's how you end up with 10 Fast and the Furious movies. I will say they are better at making sequels now than they used to be back in the 80s and 90s. Anything that even got to, like, the third one, a part three, almost all the time was everyone would say, "Oh, well, the third one was just terrible. And, you know, they could do one good one, maybe a second one, but never three. And now all these things are going up six, seven, eight, nine, ten deep.
0: Okay, I know that I set the tone for this conversation saying that I'm not someone who goes to movie theaters, but I don't want this to sound like there's nothing to look forward to. There are some movies that are getting a lot of buzz around them. The Little Mermaid, the live um, adaptation of it, that one's getting a ton of of press and attention. Why do you think that one is, is generating so much?
1: Oh, well, it's, it's a Disney movie, right? And the original from 30 years ago was so beloved that uh, um, anytime they mess with something that's beloved, that's going to bring some backlash. But uh, these live-action remakes, they've done a couple of them now. Have maybe They've been been—they've made a lot of money. They've been successful. People like them. I, I saw the Aladdin one. I didn't mind that. Mm. I don't think anyone's going to think these things are better than the original animated versions. But uh yeah, so now we get the Little Mermaid out this weekend. It would be interesting to see how people like it.
0: Yeah, and you know when you talk about backlash, uh, the the casting of the Little Mermaid herself, the the portrayal of Ariel is played by Halle yeah. Bailey, who's black, and that was something that got a little bit of attention. Was the fact that you know in the way that we all remember the story happening when Disney told it, you um, know she was exactly what you'd expect at that time. Disney was turning out movies, a white mermaid, and that yeah. got that got some attention, but ultimately I think has drawn has drawn a larger. audience audience because we're starting to see a little bit more representation in what we might have quote-unquote expected before
1: oh absolutely and uh disney as you would expect would be um you know first in line for that sort of thing and you know it's maybe not to give disney too much credit um in that department because again it the accountants, I think, have a lot of say in it, and diversity is good. That makes these movies are di- the diverse movies are global movies, and global movies make more money. Mm. Uh, Fast and the Furious is right up there amongst them, and stuff like that. It, you know, what I mean, like, it's not just good enough for North Americans to want to watch it. Everybody's going to want to watch it because these movies cost so much to make, and they depend on bringing in. You know, if. Like when the Avatar came out, he said right out of the gate, James Cameron, if my movie doesn't make $2 billion, it's a failure. So <laughs> if you're dealing like that, you got to, you know, uh, rig these things to get as many people to watch as you can.
0: Imagine that's your life. If I don't make $2 billion off of this, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've failed well, have it's really? a different reality to really live in. Okay. The superhero movies are still very popular. Spider-Man again, Jeff, really?
1: This, well, this is an animated one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse on June 2nd. That's a, that's a, so it's a different sort of Spider-Man thing. But yeah, it's a, what the fourth Spider-Man pran- franchise in the last 20 years, I guess. We also got The Flash coming out in mm-hmm. June. And um, I, that. Oh, and we just had Guardians of the Galaxy three just a couple of weeks ago. That's still in theaters as we speak.
0: And I would put Transformers into that sort of category of superheroes, but maybe that's just me being really naive of what's a superhero and what what fits into that sort of universe. But yeah, another well, Transformers movie. Um, what well, what's totally original that you are really excited about?
1: Totally original, aside from Barbie. I, I think while opening the same day as barbie on july 21st is a movie called oppenheimer from director christopher nolan about uh, the birth of the atomic bomb obviously and it stars killian murphy and matt damon and christopher nolan movies are uh, hit and miss for me but they're always interesting and this will probably be some sort of a massive spectacle to watch and it's uh, it's a biopic of the guy who invented the nuclear bomb but uh so it might not be you know a fun, happy, joyous experience, but it should be something interesting to look at I think.
0: Sometimes those are the most fun ones, you know, the ones that are a little yeah. bit dark and you know, really take a deep yeah, yeah. dive into a part of history that we don't necessarily know a lot about. That one I think right. it could be up my alley to go to see in a theater. We'll see. I'll check back in with you, Jeff, and I'll I'll follow up and let you know if anything convinced me to go watch in theaters. Are you gonna all see right. are you gonna see all of these that are on this list? Or are you gonna just knock them off one by one?
1: I'm going to see most of them. I'm not going to that Transformers movie, I can tell you that. I (laughs) tapped out after the second one. That's a terrible franchise. But uh, (laughs) for those who enjoy it, I hope they have fun.
0: Okay, okay. Well said. A scathing review. But hey, if it's your thing, good for you. (laughs) Jeff, thank you so much for making the time. Always good to talk to you. Anytime. Of course. That's Jeff Braun, host of The Couch Potatoes. The Couch Potatoes airs Saturday and Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on 6.30. Talking about the big summer blockbusters.